0: Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. Sensational game last night between the Melbourne Storm and the Canberra Raiders. And look, we said in our previous afternoon, this is a game that I won't be betting on just because I, ju- I can just never tell which Canberra team's going to show up. And I always feel like Canberra, it looks like the last few months they've had a really soft like underbelly. But I mean, they've, always, they've still got it in their back pocket that they can get up. For a big game. And last night they definitely did an incredibly impressive performance by the Canberra Raiders. Jack Whiten, he really stood up. Uh, I know we give a lot of shit. Oh, I don't. But I know a lot of people in general give a lot of shit to Jack Whiten. But, I mean, it's time and time again that he does stand up when they do need him. Uh, he has been a, a little bit disappointing this year. But I thought last night against the Melbourne Storm he was unreal. Came up with some passes. They were just fantastic. That first ball that he threw, a few people messaged me saying it was forward. I, You know, I, I I, don't know either way, but geez, it was a fantastic ball. Some great ball playing by Jack White, and it really has improved out of sight in his game. I also had a number of people message me say that the way to beat Melbourne is to go through the middle. And look, I mean, I, I don't think there is a weakness through the middle there. I think last night you saw... You didn't really see the real Melbourne Storm, to be perfectly honest with you. Now, obviously on their bench, they're missing a number of guys. Nelson Asafa Salomona and Tui Kamakamika are the two main guys they're missing off that bench. And to have those big guys coming off the pine is massive. And the reality is that when you are missing a couple of guys like that, it's really restricted who you can pick on your bench. And even more so during these weird times of COVID and everything and restricted camps and everything. So they went into this game with, a bench of Harry Grant, Ryan Pappenhausen, so a hooker and a fullback. And then they also had Chris Lewis and Tommy Eisenhuth, who personally, if you ask me what are these two, I'd probably say they're both edge players. I wouldn't say they're middle players. So the Melbourne Storm went into this contest with no middles on their bench. And then in the first 45 seconds, they lost Kane for the entire game. So they essentially went into this game with Bromwich with Christian Welsh and then with Brandon Smith as well as three middles for this entire game so no shock in this game potentially it looked like you could get them through the middle it did look like they were struggling to come out of their own end they did have a couple of bad errors coming out of their own end as well that built pressure but I think also you've got to give credit to the Raiders. they played really well regardless of what was happening to Melbourne the Raiders they played a really solid game but I'm not sure if we've worked out how to beat Melbourne like a lot of people have messaged me in a few weeks time You're going to bring Nelson Asafa solomona and Big Tui Kamakamika off this pine. It's going to be a completely different footy side. You've obviously got Ryan Pappenhausen, who is nowhere near his peak yet either. He played the last 30 minutes or so, and you can just tell he is still a little bit hesitant. Had a couple of good runs here. Didn't really have a huge impact on the game, though. Uh, But he's still warming up to the task realistically. Brandon Smith, the cheese. He was unreal. Fuck, he was good. And to think that they lost... Dale and Harry Grant, you know, they still sort of stuck to their plan of 20, 25 minutes until they bring on Harry Grant. And when he came on, he was just carving them up. He was unbelievable through the centre third, Harry Grant. He is just such a damaging footballer, and he is only going to get better. It's scary where he could go. You know, even without. Dale Finucane on the field. They waited until the 28th minute, essentially the 30th minute, until they put Harry Grant into the contest. Brandon Smith scored the first try. A really soft try as well. I mean, very disappointing from the Cam I believe it was Cia Soliola that conceded that one. A very unsoliola play. That's very rare to see him come up with a play like that. A disappointing sort of brain fade like that, especially on Brandon Smith. I mean,. That has to be on your tip sheet for both of these hookers that you need to watch them close to the line, but especially Brandon Smith and for for the A and B defenders to not not essentially be on their knees. I mean, I'm not sure if I've ever seen a guy that comes out of dummy half and burrows better than what Brandon Smith does. You've just got to be alert for that week in, week out. That would be the number one thing on my tip sheet with Brandon Smith. Do not let him burrow over get low, get your body height right and do not let him burrow. Push him back, help each other. Mate, he didn't even have to burrow through it. He threw a dummy and you you, you could have got a 400 bust through that. Just a really disappointing moment. I believe it was C. S. Oliola. Mistake me if I'm wrong, but really disappointing to concede that try. But Craig Bellamy, the way that he's coaching at the moment and with the team that he's using, it is unbelievable. It is just crazy. You also had Jerome Hughes who missed a lot of minutes as well. Uh, there was a lot that went into that game and Obviously, you know there was the send off at the end. Huddleware and Ira for a cheap, not not a cheap shot, a, a, a high shot on Jerome Hughes. I don't think it was a cheap shot. I don't think he did it on purpose. I think he came in with the best intentions. You could tell how apologetic he was after, and I I, I know he's had tr- troubles in the past and whatnot. But the few conversations that I've had uh, with CHN, he seems to be a champion bloke, and I could think you could see the genuine remorse, uh, one for hurting Jerome Hughes, but two for letting his team down. He's obviously not in the good books at the moment with Ricky Stewart. That won't help his cause. Dare I say, without knowing how long he's going to be suspended for, I don't think you'll see him again unless the Canberra play finals footy. I think he's looking at a couple of weeks on the sideline there, which is devastating for a lot of supercoach players. He wasn't scoring overly well anyway, but it's just one less number that a lot of you have, and it's one more trade you have to spend if you want to move that money elsewhere. A tough gig. But look, the, the Melbourne Storm... With the team that they had going into that game, I thought they did really well to lose Dale that early and to just be able to make it work. There was there was a couple of sets here where they had Nico Hines playing 13 and he just tackled his ass off. He just went 100%. And personally, that's how I see it playing out. I don't think he plays a middle role like a 13 role. I just think they'll end up having two sort of floating fullbacks. I think you'll see more and more of these guys on the field, especially once you've got the big fellas back on the bench. I mean, mate, can you imagine in six weeks' time, Rotation of Christian Welsh, Jesse Bromwich, Kama Kamika, Asafa Solomona and Brandon Smith through the centre third. Like, good God. That is going to be lethal. Like, the the last three there, Salomona, uh Kamakamika, and Brandon Smith alone, once you get Harry Grant on the field doing what he's doing, and and you've got... I mean, if you're playing as a middle, you're defending at A and B on either side, and you're looking up, and you can see Tui, you can see Asafa. They are the biggest giants in the world. Then you've got Brandon Smith, who you know, I can't stop you. I can't push you backwards. I can only take your momentum with me and hope that my mates help me. And at the same time, I've got a the most creative and the best running hooker in rugby league right now Harry Grant this team is looking unreal and I mean we haven't even spoken about Cameron Munster we haven't spoken about Jerome Hughes we haven't spoken about Justin Olam Josh O'Carr. I mean the list just goes on with this side yes they had trouble getting out of their own end last night but the reality is you're not going to see the Melbourne Storm with only 16 players, no day off in UK, no, no Kamakamika, no Nelson Asofa Salomona. I mean, the cheese was struggling with injury all night. I think he he, he walked through a bloody shower um, screen last night, smashed that on himself, then got absolutely hammered in that game last night. He was in pain the entire game, played through it, scored 80-odd in the Supercoach, which was great for owners like myself, just tough as nails. They were so far from their very best last night and they still managed to knock over the Canberaters, who I thought they played unreal. On top of that, I mean, realistically, they were probably unlucky not to get a try to Remus Smith Uh, I probably would have given that one, to be honest with you. And then on the other side of the park, I mean, irema he probably learned a really hard lesson last night, like we saw George Jennings a couple of weeks ago, that you need to contest for the ball in the air. I'm not sure what happened in that moment. Just a bit of a brain fade, a brain explosion from Irema. He's a young footballer. It's going to happen. He will learn from it. But, I mean, if he catches that ball in the full, which, dare I say, he probably does 95 times out of 100, or he at least gets a touch to it. He doesn't just let it bounce and go straight to Jack White. And a great play by Jack White and a great heads-up football you've got to put yourself in the right position you've got to make the right decision in that moment as well which Jack did Buddy Simonson scoring three tries a great knock for him as well in his return but I just think yes the Melbourne Storm they they weren't great last night they were good enough to win by 10 points and they probably conceded a try to the Canberra Raiders that nine times out of ten they wouldn't and they also probably scored a try that they didn't really that, that, that they didn't get in reality to Remus Smith there as well and that's with Hughes injured Finucane injured Kamakamika missing Nelson Sofa-Solomera missing Harry Graham was unreal I still don't think that would have been in his top 15 games I've seen to be honest with you and he's only played about 30 of them so I mean there is so much more upside in this team it is scary to see what they can achieve this year fingers crossed the Canberra Raiders, they can continue those sort of performances heading into finals because they will upset a lot of teams. They would have beaten a lot of sides last night, in my opinion. As much as I'm giving a lot of credit to Melbourne, I have no doubt whatsoever, in my opinion, the Canberra Raiders were great, and I think they would have beaten the vast majority of sides last night. I think they would have given it to the vast majority of sides last night, to be honest with you. A great effort against the Melbourne Storm, but I think last night showed, when you take everything into consideration, how well the Raiders played, the guys at the Storm were missing the injuries they had, the guys playing out of position, the bench they had. I think it shows just how good this team is right now. They are a scary, scary prospect moving forward. We tip them to go back to back. I'm double downing on that. I don't think anyone can beat this side at the moment.